Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. I appreciate you joining me again today on this chapter of day journey. We finished John yesterday. Going to pick up the story of Ruth. Only four chapters, so we'll finish it out this week. Chapter one today, and it was verses 20 through 21 that resonated with me. It says, don't call me Naomi, she told them. Call me Mara, because Almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. Today's podcast is entitled, Dealt a Bad Hand. Now, along my life journey, I have known many people who I would describe as having been dealt a bad hand in this life. I've had periods of my life when I felt like I got dealt a bad hand. There are unexpected tragedies, unforeseen illnesses, circumstances that come out of left field. And as I ponder things, I feel as if the entire world got dealt a bad hand the past year and a half. Anybody with me? It's one of the realities of this earthly journey. Despite all the wonderful promises of name it and claim it televangelist, the sage of Ecclesiastes reminds us of a very hard reality. In this life, there are times and seasons when things like death, war, tearing, weeping, searching, relational distance, mourning, and hate are our experience. In every time and season, we find ourselves playing the hand that we're dealt. So today we begin this short story of Ruth, one of only two books of the great story that's named after women. And Ruth happens to be one of a select handful of women mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus. So her story, though brief, is a meaningful chapter of the great story. It is set in the dark period of history known as the time of the judges, just a little over 1000 BC. And the story begins with a woman named Naomi, to whom God deals an incredibly bad hand. Now, there's a famine in the land, as the story begins, and Naomi's husband leads her and her sons to the foreign land of Moab in search of food. At first, it appears that they're playing their cards right. They settle in, they've got food, they even find Moabite wives for their sons. Now, there was nothing illegal with Hebrew men marrying Moabite women, though it will certainly raise some orthodox prejudicial eyebrows if and when they should return home to the little town of Bethlehem. Yep, same Bethlehem, yep. Then there's a change in seasons, just like the sage reminds us in Ecclesiastes. Naomi's husband dies, then both of her sons die. Now for a woman in the dark ages of the judges, this was the worst hand God could deal her. Widows have no status. They have no viable means of income. And there was no social structure to provide for them and their needs. Naomi's situation is essentially hopeless. But Naomi recognizes that the situation for her daughters-in-law is not as dire. I mean, they're young. They're beautiful. They have their childbearing years ahead of them. She urges them to fold their hand, stay in Moab, 
and trust their local Moabite God will deal them a new and better hand. Well, one takes her up on the offer, but Ruth chooses to ante up, stick with Naomi, stick with Naomi's God, and to see this hand through. Now, on the surface, this is a bad decision. Being a Moabite widow in Bethlehem and expecting a positive result, that's about the longest odds one could imagine in the context of the times. Now, sure enough, widow Naomi's return to Bethlehem with her foreign widowed daughter-in-law has the town buzzing with gossip. Naomi sums up her situation by asking people to call her by a different name. Those are the verses I read at the top of the podcast. Don't call me Naomi, she said. Call me Mara, and Mara means bitter, because the Almighty has made my life bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. Bitter. What a great word for those times when I suddenly find myself playing a bad hand in life. Bitter. Bitter at God. Bitter with the situation. Bitter that others seem to have it easier than me. Bitter that all the televangelist prophecies and of my prosperity and the self-help guru's promises of my success turn out to be null and void. Bitter that God dealt me this hand when he could have dealt me something different. Down the quiet this morning, I feel for Naomi, I mean Mara, queen of bitter. I find myself recalling some of my top 10 bitter moments of this life journey, even as I admit that Not one of them is nearly as dire or life-threatening as Naomi and Ruth. At the same time, I'm reminded that the great story is ultimately a redemption story. And the great story is layered with smaller redemption stories. See, the way that stories work, I can't experience redemption without first experiencing bitter. The bitter hand is the prerequisite of redemption. I don't experience the latter without the former. It's one of those lessons I've learned along this journey of following Jesus. When dealt a bad hand, never fold, because that only assures perpetual bitterness. Playing out the hand I'm dealt is the only path to redemption even against the longest of odds. I hope you are playing a good hand today, my friend. See you back here tomorrow.